This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys are looking forward to the Christmas break. We know you are too. We're going to talk about what's coming up, a few things that uh, we've got some experience with here lately, some really cool stuff we've got students doing that you can also do all of that and more up next on EduTech Guy. You're listening to the EduTech Guys, edutechguys.com. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, downloading, grabbing the episode, however you are listening to it. Thank you so much. Yeah, don't forget to visit us on the web also, www.edutechguys.com. Heck, you can just go out to Google, type in EduTech Guys, and you're going to find us on all the social medias everywhere. That's right, everywhere. Jingling away. <laughs> ho, ho, hoing right back at you. <laughs> ho, ho, hoing. <laughs> it's the most edutech guys time of the year there you go stop that crap so yeah hey we're we're heading right into the christmas season this is our show the weekend before christmas uh break christmas break because the next weekend's christmas doesn't christmas fall on saturday is that right i think that's right i'd have to look that up because you know i think it does i think christmas eve is on uh the 22nd, 20th. yeah, Christmas Eve's on a Friday, and then uh, Christmas Day is Saturday. That is crazy. Yep. It's kind of weird being on a Saturday to me. It feels a little off, off, you know, kind of throws me. <laughs> when, it's, when it's on the weekend, it's not in the middle of the It's week. like we literally have two weeks off, and then we're right back at school. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of stinky. <laughs> I like it when, like, New Year's Day falls on a Friday, you know, or like a, but the Wednesday or something, and they go, oh, take off the rest of the week and the weekend, and then we'll start school on the 7th. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's right. It's like you're getting free days from me at this point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Dirty dog. <laughs> getting free days. Yeah, listen, we... A lot of stuff's been happening. You know, it's it's been an interesting sophomore year of the pandemic. And uh, I, who knew? We're almost in our junior year of the pandemic. Um, I, I guess that's what we can call it, it because it was uh, February 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, January, February 2020. Sure, yeah. So we're about to hit our junior year. Yeah. We're going to graduate from this thing pretty soon. Hey, I can't imagine what happens after we graduate. Yeah. Because, you know. 
then what's going to happen? You know, but I will say, uh, especially out at your place at the at the cooperative, um, uh, GT's been doing some really cool stuff, and we've seen some really cool stuff going on to keep uh, and, and robotics and coding to keep kids really interested in you know what's moving and shaking, so they can all work for Facebook and Meta. Yeah, so um, <laughs> our Tesla or. You know, and whoever else, but yep. I heard we're going to the sun next, so that'll be great. <laughs> I did see that the other day, where uh, you know the, 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 that dude put the, his rocket into the sun, yeah, or whatever the kids are calling it these days. And uh, you know, it's just like I, I don't know. I, I'm old school, I guess. I, what, what, why, why? You know, we're talking about that's our that's our thing this year. Why? That's man for you. We're always trying to put stuff where it doesn't belong. <laughs> I guess I'm like that. It's just like it's what's well, gotten I, us in all this trouble in the first place. You know, although I, here's so here's the really scary part of the whole thing is that essentially when it's when when push comes to shove, what they really discovered was that the 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 stuff that 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 particular vessel was made out of, like can withstand the heat of being at the sun. Now, granted, it was like whatever, eight point something, whatever radials or whatever they call that away from the middle of the sun or surface of the sun or whatever. But still, it's one of those things where, you know, it's kind of like being sort of in that outer atmosphere if you were coming to the earth, you know, just kind of skimming across the atmosphere and then, you know, shooting back out. But again, it's showing it's showing that that stuff can withstand the heat. So you know what that means? There is a redneck somewhere gearing up to take his ship <coughs> manned oh. through the sun to see, you know. You just described the Andy Griffith show from the 70s. Remember the, do you remember the Andy Griffith show? Yes. What was it called? Uh, a garbage one. And he, he was a junk man. He built his own rocket going to, the, going to start salvaging satellites from space. Yes, so that's it. You have hit it on the head that, right there. Right. So, well, at least now we know we can nuke aliens. and we can, uh, You know. Uh, I, 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 see, it, it's really weird. And it, here's what the show goes south and people go well i'm never listening to these idiots again um you know we we spent all that time and money going to the moon and i need a book that says here are the yes we went to the moon we never settled on the moon we never built moon bases you know we never did that stuff but here's all the science that we learned from going to the moon Mm. that has bettered mankind because that's true that's what happened sure there's a lot of stuff we use every day now we take for granted that we would not have if it wasn't for the space race but we need to really get that out there in a kind of a compendium of here's the top 100. That's a YouTube. What are the top 100 things that the space race brought us? Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, Tang, you know, that's it, unfortunately people go, well, we got Tang and we can poop in space and, and we got freeze dried ice cream, <laughs> freeze dried. You get the space ice cream at the mall. You wouldn't have it if we didn't go to the moon. So, <laughs> so seriously, um, what's going out on that you've been a part of? I've, I've tried to be a part of, but it's been a it's been a hectic semester. But some of the stuff oh, yeah. you guys are doing. Well, out there. I, I, I tell you what, we we've had a couple of really cool things going on at the uh, education service center where I work. Um, namely, uh, we had a Rubik's cube competition, and it's crazy to me, you know, because I was a kid when Rubik's cubes came out, and they were, you know, this massive fad. And then they pretty much disappeared. And then a few years ago, they started picking up steam again. And now it's uh, it's absolutely insane. And so we had students from really all over Southwest Arkansas, and uh, they they came in. And we had team competitions. We had individual competitions. And in fact, uh, one of the issues that uh, we 
kind of ran into is that uh, evidently we're the only education service center in the state, I guess even in the area, who is doing uh, Rubik's competitions. So we actually had a student from almost the Oklahoma line who had come over and uh, he, he was by himself so he didn't get to do the team event but he did the solo event and uh, they they do the, the the whole you know standard competition scramble. You have you, we have the instructor who um, no not he's not really the instructor he's our, he's our GT specialist um, but he mixes each cube individually you gotta do it 25 times and blah blah there's all these rules. So he did that, sets it down. The, this kid from, you know, off in the distance that no one, you know, we didn't know who he was. I mean, other than he already been invited there. But anyway, sure. he solves it in, you know, 14 seconds. Holy hey, Here you go. I'm done. Thanks. I couldn't like, even pull the stickers God. off and realign them in the right colors in 14 seconds. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah, so the, so the, the person that was his judge said, uh, the way we do it is uh, we use the uh, speed stack timers. You know, So they got to put two hands on the timer, lift their hands. The timer starts. They solve the cube, put the cube down, put their hands down. At the same time, there's a judge who's watching it, and they've got a stopwatch as a backup. So she says, she tells him, you know, three, two, one, go. He picks up the cube. When he picks up the cube, she looks at her stopwatch to make sure that it's, you know, working and started. She's looking, and, and she said, about the time that she, you know, is done looking at her stopwatch and looks back at the kid, he's like, yeah, I'm done. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? what? So, yeah, it was crazy. But I don't think people realize how quick 14 seconds is. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But so, you know, I mean, I bet he can sort laundry like nobody's business. <laughs> well, and the, and the kick is, so we asked him, we were like, you know, man, is that your best time ever? And he goes, nah. He said he, that uh, because he was by himself and he hadn't had multiple rounds to build up his, yeah. you, know, his you know, to kind of get into that mode, uh, his best time is actually just under 10 seconds. Wow. Like, holy cow. So I'm thinking, you know, if you're not familiar with Rubik's competitions, uh, then you can have teams of students up to, you can have up to 10 students, but only eight can compete at a time. So you can have two subs that can rotate in and out. So given the, his time of, you know, somewhere between 10 and 14 seconds per cube in a team competition, they have to solve 25 Rubik's cubes as quickly as they can. Based on the times that we had in our competition, he himself, had he been on pace, would have come in second wow. compared to teams of students. Like, <laughs> like if he was, the, he, he was the eight team members competing yes, against yes, eight other random Yes, yes. If he, if, he, if he was by himself versus eight other people, he would have come in second. Well, not, not necessarily, because like he said, if, if he had been playing with a team, he'd have come in even well, better. No, he'd come with, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if the team was himself. Yeah, which, like, yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. Uh, so Wasn't that a Michael Keaton movie? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Um, but uh, the other thing that we got going on, which is uh, really cool, in fact, we just wrapped it up. Uh, this is the, I think, fourth or fifth year that we've done the uh, what we call the vlog competition. And uh, we opened that up to uh, this year we did it from fourth through 12th graders we did, we had no nine to 12th graders this year which i think is really interesting hmm, interesting so uh mainly it ended up being fourth grade through eighth grade uh and we give them a list of topics they can pick from it can be things like uh should the government continue to fund nasa should school uniforms be required uh who's to blame when a student fails a class though so there's a lot, hmm. there's a lot of a lot of a lot of research a uh, lot of, at least that's the idea. The idea is that we have these students uh, research their topic. They interview uh, air quote experts. Those experts could be 
most of them uh, interview their teachers, but it could be teachers, it could be parents, it could be administrators, whoever, you know, depending on what their topic is. Uh, and then they have to present that in video format. And uh, ideally, you know, we're doing this, you know, kind of fun vlog style. So, uh, you know, we're looking for really cool editing, really cool edits. Um, we're looking for uh, transitions, you know, uh, but we're also looking at the research side. So, you know, they got to cite their sources. They got to quote some sources in their work and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we had, oh my gosh, we had over 50 teams submit videos. Wow. Year, which was crazy. That's a lot more than the last time. Yes, yes. And so it has just been growing uh, like wildfire, excuse me, like wildfire. And, and it's been awesome. And so what happens is when they submit all the videos, uh, then there's a judging team. And we have a rubric and the students have access to the rubric ahead of time. So they know what to expect. And we go through the rubric and everybody gets a score. And at the end of the day, you get it. Uh, you know, the, we, and we gave prizes this year. We gave prizes to first and second place for each of the team divisions. And uh, and then there's always an overall winner, whoever you yeah. know, had the highest out of everybody. The grand champion. The grand champion. That was cool because you guys gave, I think you gave them a $120,000 red camera, didn't you? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they get, they get little trophies that they get. <laughs> Oh, I came all this way, made a movie, and you give me a trophy. Hey, yeah, we're we're like the British baking show in America. You know, <laughs> you instead of getting the little cake platter, yeah, you, you get a you get a trophy. So. Wait, but you know how America's baking show? I, I saw a great one the other day. As we sidebar here from that, it's like any competition in America. You know, British baking show is like we need four cupcakes that look exactly alike and have trolls on the top of them. In America, it's like you have three seconds to make eighteen thousand cookies for a party tonight. <laughs> And we'll be releasing raccoons in the room, and all you have to cook with is a screwdriver <laughs> and go. <laughs> you know, so, and but you know, in America, it's like, and you win $700,000. In, yeah. in Great Britain, it's like, here's a plaque that says 2021 Great Baking Show. Yeah, that's you what know. you get. Yeah, exactly. You know, here's, Thanks. Here's your crystal platter you can put a cake on. Grab a crumpet on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right. But no, I mean, I know the kids love it. I, I think that's what's really great is, so there were no high school entries, really. Yeah, no. Uh -uh. I wonder why. Um, I, we, we actually kind of uh, evaluated, you know, the, the way we did things. So, one of, one of the things that we did pre-pandemic was that uh, I would go with the GT specialist and we would visit every school uh, in our service area. And then and as we've expanded, we would visit every school who was going to potentially participate. Okay. Pandemic hit. We couldn't do that, you know, during the uh, pandemic. So, but we did hold it over Zoom. In fact, uh, during the pandemic, we did it virtually. Everything mm -hmm. was virtual and it worked out beautifully. Uh, but this year, um, just because of different things that were going on, we didn't get that opportunity to go around to the schools. And so I the roadshow didn't a, happen. The roadshow didn't happen. And I think that's... The PR wasn't there. Yeah. So I, I think that's a big part of it. And so that's one of the <coughs> things that the GT specialist and I talked about, you know, what are ways, you know, wh wh what did we fall short on? What can we improve on? And, you know... With as as the edutech guys theme of the year is you know the why why yeah you know, so we want to look at okay so why didn't this work um, but also you know why are we ultimately doing this and right. it's you know to teach the students that that they can put together engaging entertaining content while still performing the research behind uh, whatever it is you know their thing and, and I forgot to mention earlier uh, in addition to 
the topics, they have to pick a side. You, you can't just present pros mm-hmm. and cons sure. and call it good and say, well, we don't really know. It could be this or it could be that. No, you have to pick a side and you have to defend your side. So that's all, all of that, all of those skills, you know, working as a group, doing the research, picking a topic, picking a side, mm-hmm. defending your side. Those are skills that those students are going to take with them, really, no matter what job they end up doing, whether they go to college or whether they you know, go to trade school or whatever it is they do after their high school education. You know, once they're done with their schooling, their school age education, those are skills they can take forward forever. Oh, yeah. I wonder if, if it would be interesting to, to follow back back up on the topics because mm. I wonder if the high school kids didn't just, you know, I'm a high school kid now and that's not relevant to me. You know, it would be interesting to see what relevant topics they're looking at. I guess all we need to do is just watch about 72 hours of TikTok videos. We can probably figure <laughs> out what the, <clears throat> yeah, what the rel- relative topic would be. So yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Um, uh, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And it's interesting there was 50, over 50. That's yeah, over 50. That's crazy. Uh, and uh, one of the most uh, prolific topics that was chosen uh, was uh, should video games be considered a sport? Ah. And and it was very interesting to see the research that the students did, the conversations that the students had. What was the overall yes it uh, should overall, be? Overall yes. Uh, you know, and, and, and the arguments for them generally centered around things like, well, if you think of a sport, you know, what makes a sport a sport? Well, it, it can be a team thing. doesn't necessarily have to be a team thing, but it you are competing. Hmm. Uh, it takes practice. It does take skill. And at the end of the day, at least for most, <laughs> there is a reward for winning. Right. And, you know, when you look at, especially like the esports arena, that's, uh, it's got all of that. Right. You know, now they're not dribbling a basketball down the court, throwing a football field, you know, throwing a football across the field. You know, these students are doing this, you know, using the, the equipment that, they are given for that sport. You know, in this case, it's, you know, controllers or keyboards and mice or whatever they're, you know, but still you're talking about, you know, hand-eye coordination. You're talking yeah. about physication. You're talking about, yeah, the physics involved. I mean, so many gamers I know, even back in the day, you know, 20 years ago playing Quake or Unreal or mm-hmm. some of those games, the guys knew the physics of the boards and how they were, how the builds happened and where the holes mm-hmm. were. You know, and that's a big deal now, I guess, if you're listening to this, you play any video game now, it's a big deal for all the video game, especially real-time games that are being played, uh, PUBG and all that stuff. Uh, what's the one? That, any of those. They, uh, they're they really big about people hacking in and, and breaking it. There's, mm-hmm. They've all got their own system to catch people and ban them right. from, you know. But that's amazing that they've built a world where people are hacking the world. I think that's going to be the fun part about Meta and Facebook mm. is the amount of people that are going to go, well, how do we hack this? How do I, you know, how do I get a Ferrari in this in the, without having to pay for it? Right. In meta or, you know, that, that kind of thing. I think it's going to be interesting, but that's definitely what this is doing. And I think it's in this world of video and social media and, you know, getting our point across, because that seems to be the whole deal, doing this vlog, this video vlog competition is really, really, you know, cutting edge. 
really gets the kids excited, and it definitely must. Fifty plus teams. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, we have to give Chad Morris a shout out. Can we do? Can we do that? Is that, we can. Is that legal? Of we can. It's our show. Yeah. We can it's do what it's we want. his GT. He's the GT coordinator, yeah. and uh, actually does two co-ops. He's the GT coordinator yes. for two co-ops. It was his brainchild to, to put this together, and so he's come up with a lot of those things. Yeah. So we will give him a shout. Maybe we'll get him on the show someday. He's a hoot. So yes. we definitely won't talk about anything that has to do with tech. But we'll. we'll definitely. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It'll be goofy. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be the techless edgy tech guys episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, listen, um, it's been a great show. Yeah. It's been a quick one. We just wanted to let you know what's going on with us and what's happening out there. Hope you have a great Christmas. Um, me and the family, we're we're taking a rocket ride into just right into the to the edge of space with uh with the. I'm joking. Yeah. It costs money. That's, a, <laughs> that's that's not happening. If I can get it for free, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna turn off all the lights in our house, cover the windows, and and I'm gonna shine one of those little star things you get at Walmart on the ceiling and go, "Welcome to the cosmos." That's right. We're in space. That's right. I'm gonna come bang on the doors. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> we're taking off. Everybody, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, hey, uh, but listen, uh, keep up with us. We'll be uh, social mediaing and all that kind of good stuff throughout the uh, Christmas. Uh, if you don't follow us on Twitter, um, we try to do several posts and retweets on Twitter. We follow a lot of great educators that way. So yeah. if you want to check us out, just remember all of our social media is the at sign Edutech guys. That's Which right. Also, our logo, I guess, if you want to get right down to it. <laughs> yes. I'm having my legal name changed to at Edutech Guy. At Edutech Guy. <laughs> one. One of them. Just one. Yeah, That's just right. one. David, I'll be two. David will be one. So. That's right. Hey, listen, uh, been a great show. I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Edutech Guys. EdutechGuys.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.